Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Hello and welcome back to the Space News Pod, your daily source for space, science, and tech news. My name is Will and NASA is going to be sending astronauts to the surface of the moon in around five years. And they're working on where they want to put these astronauts, where they want to place them down on the lunar surface. And NASA has come up with a strategy that's kind of new. It's actually a pretty cool idea. They want to send astronauts to the south pole of the moon. And even though it may seem weird to send NASA astronauts to the south pole of the moon, well, there's a reason for that. Water is critical for the exploration of space, and there's a lot of water on the south pole. It could be used for drinking, of course, cooling down equipment, breathing apparatus, rocket fuel for missions further into the solar system, and that's why they want to explore the south pole of the moon because they don't want to just go where they've gone before. They want to do something new, something that hasn't been done before. New exploration. And Stephen Clark, who's the Deputy Associate Administrator of the Science Mission Directorate at NASA headquarters in Washington said, we know the South Pole region contains ice and may be rich in other resources based on our observations from orbit. Otherwise, it's completely unexplored world and the South Pole is far from the Apollo landing sites clustered around the equator, so it will offer us a new challenge and a new environment to explore as we build our capabilities to travel further into space. And the South Pole, it's been explored before, just not by humans. It's been explored by the Lunar Reconnaissance Orbiter. It's NASA's LRO spacecraft, which goes close to the South Pole region. It's had thousands of orbits in the last decade, and it has really precise data of this region. And because of that data, scientists have precise details of topography, temperature, and locations of likely frozen water. Noah Petro, who is an LRO project scientist based out of uh, NASA's Goddard Space Flight Center in Greenbelt, Maryland, said, We've mapped every square meter, even areas of permanent shadow. But before they send people, they're going to send robots. They're going to send um, commercial lunar payload services from commercial landers, from their vendors that are going to explore this area, who's going to check out water, temperature, and topography in a greater detail. I mean, they could throw a rover up on the moon, right? They could fly it up there, and it could be a bad place to land. So it's better to have a rover go there first, figure out if it's going to be good or not, and then make a calculation of if that's going to be good for people. And if it's not, well, you send it over to another place until we get it right and safe for the astronauts. So the South Pole, well, it has, has a bunch of craters on it, right? And they reach very low temperatures because they're permanently in shadow 
because the low angle of which sunlight hits the moon's surface on the polar region. And the angle is based on the 1.54 degree tilt of the moon's axis. And Earth's is 23.5 degrees. And if an astronaut was standing near the South Pole, the sun would always appear on the horizon, illuminating the surface and thus skimming primarily the rims of these craters. But the inner depths, they're not going to be touched by sunlight. So they're going to be frozen. And that's where we're going to have to extract the water ice from. Now, one of the problems with these craters, though they do have water ice them, they're really, really cold. Negative 414 degrees Fahrenheit. That's about 250 minus Celsius. And it's stable. The water ice is stable there, but it's going to be really difficult to extract. These are some of the coldest temperatures in our solar system. And we've never sent human beings, astronauts, to this cold of a climate on another heavenly body. So we're not really sure how that's gonna work out. That's why we send rovers up first to make sure that it's safe for our astronauts. And speaking of moon landers, remember Beresheet Space IL's lander that crashed a couple days ago? Well, there's been an investigation on why this happened. And it appears that a manual command was entered into the spacecraft's computer, which led to a chain reaction in the spacecraft itself. And during that chain reaction, the main engine switched off and it prevented it from doing anything else. So the, it just stopped. Everything just kind of stopped. And the team will continue to investigate further just to make sure they know exactly what happened so they don't do it again because they announced that there's going to be another lander that they're working on. So it's round two for these guys. And Space IL's president, Mr. Morris Kahn, said, I am proud of Space IL's team of engineers for their wonderful work and dedication. And such cases are an integral part of such a complex and pioneering project. What is important now is to learn the best possible lessons from our mistakes and bravely continue forward. That's the message we'd like to convey to the people of Israel and the entire Jewish world. This is the spirit of the Bereshit Project. Okay, I'm going to ask you all a favor real quick. If you could rate the podcast on whatever podcast platform that you're listening on right now, that would be absolutely amazing. It will help tremendously because I'm trying to promote this as much as possible. And you could help a lot if you do that. So if you go on iTunes and you rate it, give it whatever stars you think it's, you know, whatever it's worth for you. And if you write a review, a positive review, that's even more helpful. We have a couple reviews. And because of those reviews, there were constructive criticism. And what I did is that I change things to make the podcast better because of that criticism. I like it. I want to make this thing better. And I really hope you guys enjoy it. So I'm going to say thank you so much to all the Patreon patrons. You are really helping push this thing forward as well. And I also want to say thank you for taking the time out of your day to spend it here with me on the Space News Pod. My name is Will, and I will see you soon. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. 
Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. <laughs>